Recognized nationally for excellence in clinical care, Lord's Health System. It's time for Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Amniotic placental tissue injections are being found to help resolve acute tendon injuries and are showing promise for regenerative effects on injured, painful joints and back pain without the need for drugs or surgery. My guest today is Dr. Thomas Plute. He's a sports medicine specialist with the orthopedic program at Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Plute. So people hear amniotic placental tissue, they hear injection. So speak about what that is a little bit and what does that word allograft mean? Okay, great. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, placenta allograft tissue, basically what that is, is taking tissue from a placental, uh, a healthy placenta donated to a tissue bank in the United States. And from that, um, capturing growth factors and stem cells and then preserving them. In this case, uh, the product we use is cryopreserved, meaning frozen. And then from that sample, allograft, if you will, we will then inject that into a diseased tissue, for example, uh, a tendon that is damaged. So why placental tissue specifically? Uh, From my understanding, this uh, has been around for many years, uh, uh, more than just the past few years. It's it's grown in popularity because of the proper screening that is done now. Um, it, it fell out of favor when the AIDS epidemic occurred. And at the time, we were not screening for HIV and other uh, communicable diseases. So that being said, it was, it was helped in wound healing prior to this. But when the HIV and AIDS epidemic occurred, people got scared, and so it became it was not it was uh, not used because of improper screening. But now that is not the case. Um, as I said before, uh, the placenta allografts they are from tissue banks in the United States. The the mother and uh, the child is pre-screened for any communicable diseases such as hepatitis and HIV. So it's safe and effective, and it's helped a tremendous amount of patients in, in my in my office. Uh, helped a lot of patients, have been able to help people return to running and save their career. Uh, For example, I just saw a patient today uh, who had severe Achilles tendinopathy, who had surgery and and the surgery failed. But with two injections, he's now uh, back to running and his career is going to be saved with the military. Wow. So first of all, you know, you were mentioning the screenings. So is, are there certain set standards now for donation for these donors? Exactly. To if, be... there's, if there's any health concerns, uh, they wouldn't. The sample wouldn't be used. So it, it's, that's why there's a ton of pre-screening that is done, and only only samples that are that can be you know guaranteed to not have those communicable diseases or what are, what is being used. So it's pre-screened for communicable diseases. So tell us about this injection itself. So first of all, who can benefit from it? What what types of situations are you using it for? In my in my intro, I mentioned some re- regenerative effects for painful joints, back pain. What else are you using it for? Correct, correct. So um, it falls into the regenerative medicine category. Uh, commonly, it is used for um, tendon problems. Uh, or uh, plantar fasciosis, which is disease-thickened plantar fascia tissue that is uh, found in the heel uh, of a patient's foot, where it can be um, quite painful. So it's used for places that have disease tendon or fascia. Um, So tennis elbow, 
uh, rotator cuff uh, tendinosis with maybe some tears it can be used for. So those are some common things that I'm using it for. Um, we've also tried to use it for arthritis management, uh, but mainly I am using it for uh, tendinopathy. So are there anyone for whom this cannot be used? Are there any contraindications? Well, if they're if they're um, you know actively having an infection or at the injection site there's an infection that's happened with me. A patient came to get a procedure done and you know they had they had a rash. So that would be a contraindication. Um, obviously, if they're uh, battling with some type of chronic illness um, that their immune system is depleted. I would be talking with uh, uh, the appropriate specialist to make sure it would be safe to do this. But most of the time, um, that's not the case. And patients, as long as they um, are on board with proceeding, we can proceed without any issues. Dr. Plute, compare for us the use of this amniotic allograft tissue injection versus you know, a steroid injection. Kind of give us a little head-to-head comparison. Why yeah. one over the other? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. Um, so there's published data that steroids can actually harm tendon when you inject steroids. And so you obviously don't want to be doing that if you're causing more harm in the long run. So that's the number one thing that I'm concerned about. And a lot of times, unfortunately, patients will come to me. Uh, for example, I'm thinking of tennis elbow, and they've had three or four injections. And then once you start getting imaging, you see that the tendon is thickened and in some cases uh, has partial tearing. So perhaps there's a possibility that the repeat steroid injections has caused the tearing. So we definitely don't like to have continued or repetitive steroid injections done into a tendon because we know that can cause more harm than good. Now, with placenta allograft injection, which has growth factors and stem cells, um, that's where this injection comes into play. It has potential to uh, bring healing with disease tissue such as tendinosis as well as tear. So that being said, it's in some ways it's a lot safer than uh, steroid injection. So now you mentioned the number. Sometimes people have two, three, four steroid injections, and then a doc says, you know what, that's enough. Is this something that needs to be administered more than once? Does once do the trick, or what's the situation for how often they need this? Yeah, so the way you look at an injection therapy, um, how I look at it is uh, if the patient proceeds to do an injection, I basically I say we do one injection, and then we reevaluate the patient in six to seven weeks to see how they're doing. Uh, if they get absolutely no response, uh, then I have to question, is this the right treatment algorithm to keep going down? Because um, it, you should get a response. If you're getting a positive response, then you can definitely consider a second and maybe sometimes a third. Earlier on, I gave you an example about um, the, the soldier that had severe Achilles tendinosis. Uh, we did one injection. I reevaluated him six weeks later, and he was around 80, 85% better. And then, like I said, um, after reevaluating him, we thought it was best to proceed with a second injection. I'm glad I did because now when I, I just saw him today, he's around 95% better, uh, and he's ready, and he's ready to continue with his running program. So that really is amazing, and and certainly stem cells and regenerative medicine is fast becoming an area of medicine with this incredible potential, Dr. Plute. So is this an FDA 
approved thing because it's considered an allograft? So is it is it regulated by the FDA? Yeah, this is a regulated product, uh, but it is often not covered by insurance. Is it difficult to find? Are there, I mean, is it like something that there's a lot of availability? Are many doctors using it? What's kind of going on in this world? Well, uh, regenerative medicine is, is, is growing. Um, there's, there's a lot of doctors in our community that are doing it. Um, from my perspective, it depends on uh, the physician and their comfort level and where they are at in their career. Uh, for me, you know, you start out using, using some products, and as you grow and learn, you start to see that certain products are not as good as others. Uh, for me, I quickly have tried to decrease the amount of steroids I use in my practice because of what I said earlier about how it can cause more harm than good. So you have to look at each case individually. You have to look at the patient, uh, their current situation, uh, their job, and from there determine the best treatment plan. Uh, once you determine the best treatment plan and they're comfortable proceeding with an injection like this, then you do proceed and then you closely follow them and see where they're at. And from there, um, based off of their response, is based off of if you continue with the treatment or if they're doing well, you just stop the treatment and continue with their rehab. Now, when people get hyaluronic acid, they hear about that, and we're talking about steroid injections, sometimes based on the skill level of the provider that's doing it, or maybe they're using ultrasound guided or making mm-hmm. sure it gets right in the right spot. Is that the same with this type of an allograft injection? Does it need to be a very specific point, or do these stem cells kind of go in there and find the injury? Uh, so that's a, that's a great question. So, for example, um, whether it be the, uh, the soldier I saw today with the Achilles uh, tendinosis, or um, I also saw a patient today with chronic uh, tennis elbow that had disease tendon thickening. Um, you need ultrasound guidance so you can be very specific in injecting the correct tissue. Uh, in the case that I did today with the elbow, I was able to visualize the disease tendon, for this case, the tennis elbow, the extensor tendon, visualize it with ultrasound. And then I was able to do the procedure with guidance and properly inject the correct tendon with the placental allograft. So I think it's very important that uh, with these types of procedures that they be done under some type of guidance. In my case, I use ultrasound, which is no radiation, uh, and it can be done in the office. Such an important point. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Plute. With your best advice or information, to educate the listeners on exactly really what it is that you're doing at Lord's Health System using placenta allograft for regeneration of tissue and possibly really helping so many sports medicine and orthopedic injuries? Uh, So to sum it up, basically the goal is to get people back uh, healthy and active uh, and being productive in society, whether if they're a weekend warrior, uh, competitive athlete, or somebody that just has an office job. The goal is to make them productive, um, decrease their pain, and make them more functional. That's our number one goal. Um, And to do that within reason and that the patient understands the treatment option and that they're comfortable proceeding. So there's a lot of education that I do about uh, the various injection techniques that I do, uh, products that I offer. So um, another important point is to make sure the patient is educated and that they're comfortable proceeding with the procedures. 
Um, but ultimately, the goal is to make them uh, to decrease their pain and improve their function, and, and and subsequently improve their quality of life. That's great. What a fascinating topic. Thank you so much, Dr. Plute, for being with us today. This is Lord's Health Talk. And for more information on the orthopedic program at Lord's Health System, please visit lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.